we have a six-figure income, but mm-hmm. we had no money. We had we had no cash, and we had maxed out at the time five credit cards. We had over a hundred and nine thousand dollars worth of debt. It was really kind of a rock-bottom moment. We spent probably over twenty-five thousand dollars on trying to figure out what was wrong with him, and then trying, you know, to get him better. Where we were taking, I was taking cash out of credit cards, using credit cards just to uh, to be able to sustain what we had been doing, um, and 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 then some. I started, you know, basically not communicating with my wife anymore. The the most we talked about finances was her asking me, uh, "Are we doing okay financially?" And I would of course say yes because to say no would be admitting that I was, uh, you know, at least in my mind at that time, admitting that I was a failure as both a husband and a father and and I wasn't uh, I wasn't equipped to handle that some of these voices may be familiar they're past guests who've had to get out of mountains of debt thankfully they've paid theirs off but for most of them it was not only a financial struggle but an emotional one today we're talking about how you two can work together through debt and depression Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money Masterclass. This self-paced course is designed to help you get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and build wealth as a team. Sign up today for the course and get lifetime access. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. This is a heavier than normal topic, but I'm afraid too many people and couples suffer in silence. My focus today is to give you some ideas and jumping off points so the two of you can discuss them and work out what's best for you. I just want to make a few things clear up front. I've never had to deal with depression and debt, but I've dealt with both. What I mean is I remember clearly the anxiety and stress I had over debt and making those payments. I've had sleepless nights trying to figure out which bill I'm going to pay with what little money I had. And I've had periods in my life where depression robbed me of joy. There were no specific triggers, but it was a win to get out of bed some days. That said, I am not a medical professional, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I just want to share some encouragement and tips that have helped me and others. I want to start off with, you shouldn't feel bad about feeling down and yes, sometimes depressed over debt. When the bills pile up and your credit card balances are ballooning, and you feel like it's just easier to not open those statements. Those are normal reactions. As enormous and permanent and painful as it feels, debt is not a life sentence. You two can work together and dig out of it. Sometimes you see those big money stories on the internet and on TV, and while they're meant to be encouraging, it's almost like putting salt in a wound. It's wonderful to see how people have climbed out of debt in a year or two, paying off tens of thousands of dollars. But that's not always the story, and it might not be yours. 
You may remember Tony from Debt Free Divas, who was on this podcast. She and her husband paid off over $100,000 of debt. But do you remember that it took them seven years to do it? Or how about Travis? He had to come clean about the family being in six figures of debt. That wasn't something that was going to be solved overnight. It took them years, four years, to get from under that debt. We live in the culture of now and quick fixes, but that's not how life works. Please don't punish yourself if you feel like you're way over your head with debt. There are things you can do to take care of yourself and your finances. And you can do this as a couple. The first one is start talking about your feelings. Many people dealing with debt, myself included, there's this guilt, there's this shame, or just fear of facing it. Take some time to discuss why you or your spouse feel that way. It may be something that you learned growing up. And it could take time to unroot that. Second thing you can do is create or build your support network. And that starts with the two of you. The two of you are a team. You're working on this together. But don't forget, there are so many people out there who want to help. And there are couples who have dealt with this. Some of them you've listened to on the podcast, but there are ones closer to you in person, more than you probably think or know. So please, don't be afraid to ask for help and support. Your support network can give you strength. It may be your faith, your family, your friends, all of them. I know for me personally, certain scriptures have been comforting. In particular, Psalms 94, 19, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and 1 Peter 5, 7 have helped me deal with the anxiety that I felt when having that debt. Also, reach out to your loved ones. If you don't feel like you're ready to tell your friends exactly what's going on, you can still enlist their help. Maybe have them watch the kids while the two of you go on a date at the park or just for a walk. It is not a cure-all, but having some time to open up can lift your spirits, even if it's just a vent. And while the two of you are talking, make sure you're giving each other your complete attention. Listen to not only what you guys are saying, but how you're saying it. Body language can indicate a lot. Take turns. You both need to get it all out. And don't feel bad if you have to ask questions. No one is a mind reader. Sometimes you do have to dig deeper and it shows that you care. And that can be in itself an encouragement to your spouse. Another step you can take is get a clear idea of how deep your debt is. I know it's scary to open those envelopes, but you can't solve a problem until you identify it. You may discover that it's not as bad as you think it is. And then once you know where you're at, it's easier to work together and come up with a plan. It can be options like reading a book, taking a course like Financial Peace University, seeing a certified financial planner, or using debt consolidation. And then finally, please, during this process, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Besides your finances, you may need to get some help with your health. Just like if you're dealing with high blood pressure or diabetes, seek out a doctor who can help you manage this depressive episode and can give you some tools and skills to cope with this. 
Staying on top of this is really the best solution. Sometimes when depression is ignored or pushed aside, it can be harmful, even to the point of having suicidal thoughts. Again, I'm not a doctor, but there are some warning signs you can look out for. They can include isolation and withdrawal. It's hard to open up and sometimes you don't want to feel like you're a burden to other people. Changes in personality. Are you now on a short fuse or maybe you're someone who's usually lively and active and now you're quiet? Changes in sleep. Do you have a hard time staying asleep? Do you deal with insomnia? Or are you sleeping in and it's hard to get out of bed? Reckless behavior. Sometimes when we lose hope, we do things that we'll regret later. But in the moment, it seems like it's the only way to relieve some pressure. Changes in eating habits. And sometimes those we love will mention something. It can be sometimes hard to gauge how serious things are, but please take threats of suicide as real and act quickly. Yeah, I know, except for that last one. These signs are pretty broad, but this is a case where it is better to be safe than sorry. Please do not wait until you hit rock bottom or your spouse hits rock bottom to seek resources. There are so many out there. If you're feeling suicidal, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or text HOME to 741-741. And always, please seek out a professional who can help you square away your health and give you the tools and specific advice for your situation so you can cope. I know debt can seem scary and those collectors can be bossy, but your health and well-being comes first. I hope the two of you never have to deal with this, but if you do, please remember you can make it through this and there's so many people out there that want to support you. This episode is a part of the Suicide Prevention Awareness Month blog and now podcast tour in partnership with Debt Drop. I want to be as supportive and as helpful as possible. So in this episode's show notes, I've included some episodes with couples who've had to deal with huge amounts of debts that resonated with a lot of listeners. I'm also including information and resources to help you take care of your health. I want the two of you to win and work through this. So please head over to couplemoney.com. And like I mentioned earlier, this is a part of an effort from Debt Drop to support and bring awareness to Suicide Prevention Month. If you need help, please reach out. And if you're looking for other posts, please look up the hashtag and the stigma and debt drop. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. And I want to say thank you before we leave. Couple Money Podcast is made possible because of incredible listeners like you. Your support means the world to me. Thank you so much. And if you think this episode can help out a friend or a spouse, please share it with them. And if you have a question or topic you want to hear covered on the show, just let me know. I hope you have a great week. Take care.